Good morning, City Church. This is Ann Stewart Freeman, hoping to bring you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. So, a popular topic of conversation this time of year is daylight savings time. I'm sure we've already said a million times, it gets dark so early, or I'm not used to it yet, or it's so depressing. It's very unsettling when the darkness moves in. It affects us all in different ways. It's hard for some of us to leave the house once we get home from work. For others of us, it greatly affects our mood and our outlook on life. And for others, it's really no big deal. It's just something we go through and adapt to every year. This season of darkness is not the same for everyone. But thankfully, it's just a season. We all have seasons in our lives. Seasons where things are going well, seasons where they aren't, and seasons in between. Today we find the psalmist in Psalm 88 in a season of darkness. This morning I want to begin with the end, and then I want to make some observations. In verse 18, our friend ends with this bleak line, My companions have become darkness. The New Living Translation reads as, Darkness is my closest friend. The message says, The only friend I have left is darkness. Wow, that's pretty intense. So how did he get there? Well, we don't know his exact circumstances, but we can make some observations about how he is feeling. According to verse 1, he is crying out to God day and night. Verse 3 says his soul is full of troubles and his life nears Sheol, which to Hebrews was a place of darkness after death. Verse 4 tells us he has no strength. Verse 9 says his eyes grow dim with sorrow. Verse 15 says he is helpless. But it's back in verse 6 that the psalm starts to take a turn. From there on out, he is using a lot of you phrases, directing his complaints to God. He says God has put him in the pit, that God's wrath lies heavy upon him. He says God has made his companions shun him. He goes so far as to say God attacks him when he says, Your dreadful assaults destroy me. He is convinced that God is sovereign over what he is experiencing. In multiple places, he talks about how he cries out to the Lord. And in verse 14, we get to see the heart of this psalm. He asks God, Why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? The psalmist is saying, I cry, but you hide. He feels abandoned. He's not just asking, Why is this happening to me? He's asking what I think is the harder question. Why are you silent in the midst of this? I don't know what your circumstances are in life currently, but I'm sure we've all experienced this in different ways and at different times. It's not just, why is this my story? It's, why aren't you with me in the midst of this? That's how the psalmist gets to that place of darkness. It's not just all the struggle. It's the silence. It's not just the ways that he feels like God has done this to him. It's the fact that he asks God for help, and up to this point, he's gotten nothing. One reason I love this psalm is because it ends while the psalmist is still in the middle of it. He doesn't wrap it up in a bow. It's real and raw and honest. So I'm not going to wrap this podcast up in a bow either, except to make two more observations. First, we began with the end, so let's end with the beginning. 
The first line of the psalm says, O Lord, God of my salvation. The psalmist is equally confident that God is sovereign over his darkness and that he is the God of salvation. Second, this is scripture. Second Timothy tells us that all scripture is God-breathed, and that tells me that it is okay to feel this way. God allowed this desperate and raw prayer to be a part of his word. In doing so, he gives us permission to feel pain and even to feel that he has done this to us. Whether that is right or wrong, he understands it's something we may feel. He gives us permission to be honest. So do that. Be honest. Maybe you don't find yourself in this season currently. That's great. But you will eventually. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. And when that time comes, be honest with God. He invites it. He's not afraid of what you have to say to him. He's just glad you're coming to him to say it. Thanks for listening. Join us again on Monday for another episode of Good Morning City Church. Until then, stay well and do good.